So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts here with the Stay Awakes. We're going to ask some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? We started the band because we're really good friends, and we just enjoy hanging out. So friendship came first for this band. Okay. Stay Awakes is, uh, is our way of referencing 80s horror movies. So I'm a big fan of the 80s slasher horror movies. Mm-hmm. Oh. From uh, from us from the US, Sleepaway Camp, okay, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, that, all that stuff. So I wanted a, a name that reflected that really. Okay, so. okay, that's really cool. I like that a lot. Um, so congrats on your new release, Pop Dreams. How do you feel about the response to that album so far? Yeah, it's been it's been mainly positive. Yeah, we're really happy with it. So um, I don't think there's been any negative press so far. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All good. Just um, just a case now of trying to get as many people to hear it as possible. So that's kind of our main objective, really. Let's try and get Definitely. some ears on it. All right. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Shane and I both listened to it actually, and I really enjoyed it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say anything bad about it during our podcast. So <laughs> typically that typically that's normally, a good sign. Um, yeah, yeah. Typically, I'm an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> That's right, um, you're, you're in perfect company. Yep. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album? Okay. Um, so you're we're both um we're both songwriters, Jimmy and I are both songwriters. So um yeah. Jimmy, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, so um like it normally comes down to sort of me or Rixie having a an idea, um, whether it be like some chords, um, some words, or the basic outline of a song. And then we take it to uh, the practice room and flesh it out and normally turns into a completely different beast by the end of the session. So sort of standard practice. I think that's how a lot of bands sort of work these days, but um, yeah. Okay. Sort of it will have a, of an just... idea for a song. Sorry, Jim, go on then. Yeah, it's just saying we normally start off with a seed from either me or Andrew, and then normally gets ripped apart, restructured, and, you know, everyone's, everyone's input, really. So. Okay. Okay. Very collaborative. For sure. And we'll, we'll bring an idea to the practice rehearsal room, and we'll get a pretty good idea fairly quickly whether people are into it. Um, and we're all quite open and honest about, you know, what we like and what we don't like. So it's um, some things, you know, get left on the shelf and then so this album is kind of uh the it's probably like two years worth of writing for myself um yeah and so so bought enough bought some songs and the guys are really into them so we recorded the ones that everyone was super excited about really solid um speaking of this album apparently taking two years to make um, which song took the longest to write and which one is your guys' personal favorite? Okay, so one of the songs that um, we just put out as a single called Please Steve Just Drive is mm-hmm. um, it's actually a really old song that um, came about when we had an old band called Day of the Fight, which is like an emo core band back in the early 2000s. And uh, that song was written at the end of that band. Uh, it's just, I just had it. Um, in the locker really for for almost like 10 years and never played it to anyone 
mm-hmm. just because it was kind of a personal song. Mm-hmm. And one day I just thought, right, I'm just gonna gonna play this song to the guys and, and see what they think. And Jimmy, I think you were like first off to sort of say you've really enjoyed it and loved the chorus. So that's that probably took the longest, maybe ten years to write that Jesus. song. But we, yeah, and that's the one that means the most for me, really, because it is it is really personal about um, a time when we were, you know, growing up, um, playing in bands, uh, touring around in a van, you know, mm-hmm. having fun. So that's what that kind of that song's about, really. What's your favorite off the record? Uh, to be fair, I don't think it actually takes us too long to write them it's the process of sort of trying to um record them and mm-hmm. get them out and finish them is the issue the actual writing doesn't take too long but um obviously the this past couple of years have been a bit tricky what with um everything that's going on so it sort of slowed down the process a lot so although it's sort of been two years in the making it it's um probably not we're probably not as slow as it sounds or looks on paper <laughs> okay. but um yeah sounds good great uh so where was your headspace at while you're writing this oh just to make it as immediate as possible really i think just to try and get some big choruses in there some big loud guitars some pounding drums and just to try and make it sort of every song just sort of try and hit you a bit i think was the sort of mission statement on this one okay Mm-hmm. So wrote people in from the beginning and like keep them interested throughout the entire record was kind of where you guys were at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's it. And you know, hopefully we've done it to a degree. I think you um, did. But yeah, it's just mm-hmm. sort of oh, that's great. So it's kind of like half an hour long as well. So it's just like that's you know that burst of uh, you know attack. As yeah. It were. yeah. Okay. Definitely. Uh, so while going through the album, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you guys, if any? Uh, we just um, put like a playlist together, Spotify playlist, which maybe we can share on uh, on your on your page um, of songs that influence the album. And there's a real diverse mix. For me, I chose um, some US bands like the Methadones. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Jimmy, remind me who we had on there. Methadones, we had All. Oh um, yeah, um, teenage fan club, Weezer, just any sort of those sort of power pop bands, really, just uh, yep. real melodic. Um, mm-hmm. Sort of, that's what we're sort of going for, you know. Standard. Silver Sun, from the UK. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vocally they were really important to us. Um, I'm not sure they're probably not very big out in the US or Canada, but haven't heard of them. Um, they're not even that very big. <laughs> very big in England, actually. <laughs> Apart from the, yeah, sort of they were from the mid 90s and um, like the sort of vocal arrangement on those records is insane. And it's something that me and Rixie sort of always came together and just going, we, you know, we're never going to do it, but let's sort of try and take some pointers from what they're doing, you know, in terms of laying up the harmonies and things like that. So, yeah, recently, really sadly, recently, um, James Broad, the singer from Silver Sun, uh, passed away. Um, yeah. And it's really a yeah, super sad. He was he wasn't um, he was about fifty years old, so you know, no age at all really, um, um, which was really really sad. And and we knew that the record had a lot of of that influence. So um, it's, it's I think for for me and Jimmy, it's it's kind of a there's a bit of a tribute in there. We haven't made it you know officially. We haven't said it's you know dedicated the album to anybody, but but I think James is sort of 
um, influence and sound is definitely within this record. And if if we can do anything, you know, just yeah. to get people to um to listen to that band and listen to James's music, um, then we you know would have done something worthwhile. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, immensely talented for the whole band, but just we we saw them live. They did a reunion show quite recently, and just. It's, they're not one of those bands where it's just like all on record. They pulled it off live and you're just like, this is insane that what I heard on the record, they're recreating, you know, just mm-hmm. it's mind blowing. Um, but yeah. So anyone that's listening, check out Silver Sun from the UK. Um, my favorite track's probably Lava. Have you got a favorite track, Rixie? Was he frozen? Or was oh, um, there, go. Go for there goes, there goes summer. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, so this question should be like super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Both of you have to do it. Three words. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, a super fuzzy explosion. Is that, that's more than three. <laughs> no, that super works. fuzzy explosion. That's three. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Heart, yeah. Cheers. Heartbreak. Rock, heartbreaking rock. That's good. That's good. Wow, being fast. <laughs> um, so while going through the album, is yeah. there a certain feeling? Heartbreaking rock. Oh, is there a certain feeling <laughs> or emotion you want uh, this album to invoke in your listeners? Um, well, sort of the main thing that we want them to invoke is to play it again i think maybe yeah um, i think it's a good driving record yeah and just like mm-hmm. ro- driving right yeah rocking out in your bedroom music Ooh, yeah right. just okay, like yeah. Head in front of the mirror singing along yeah mm-hmm. tennis racket for the guitar you mm-hmm. know like maybe a cricket bat for the bass guitar <laughs> and um two two sticks of Two sticks of celery for the drums. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're in the kitchen for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you, I don't know if people in England have celery sticks in their bedroom. I know yeah. in the US we don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. So where are you missing guys... a missing a trick? Right. Oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years? probably probably doing a similar thing to what we do now just writing songs and trying to release records and trying to get people to uh listen to it as simple as that yeah we're, we're under no sort of um illusions really of but you know it's it's mainly for us we, we hang out it's a good excuse i mean some people play squash on a thursday night we go to band practice and have a few beers and write some songs so as long as we can do that i think we're we going to be happy Totally. We just signed to a new label called Engineer Records, and we've we've chatted to them. And they're kind of they want to work with us on some new release, some more releases. So hopefully, putting out some more albums and stuff with them, putting out some more vinyl. And we really want to we want to tour. So um, we've toured a lot in the UK, and personally, I'm itching to get to places like Japan, come over to the US, and we've met a lot of people on this um, by putting out records. We've, met a lot of people over over in the US so we would love to come over and, and play if we can make it happen in the next five years love to do it like love to play something like the fest or you know 
Yeah. Yeah. Really I'd love sick. to play in Canada, actually. Ooh, Canada. I mean, once the world opens up. Yeah. It's all fair game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. It's, it's been a bit bit of a weird year for us um, not being able to play shows. So, because um, that's, that was kind of like our mainstay. So it's been good in a way because we got to focus on the record a lot more than probably we would have. But doing other things like videos and sort of, um, other sort of live performances rather than just sort of um, sort of gigs and venues. So mm-hmm. trying to adapt, but yeah, I think we're all gagging to get out on the road. Definitely, for sure. definitely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Sure, of course. Sick. Uh, so we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so uh, it's, veggie it's burger. A great question. Um, veggie burger, some chips, fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can have last drink. Mm-hmm. I can be like a like a Highland whiskey, like a single malt whiskey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Sure. Nice. Um, I, I, I'm a carnivore, unfortunately. So uh, I'd, I'd probably have a, um, a ribeye steak, medium rare. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't know, <laughs> drink wise, I'm thinking a, um, I was thinking sort of a Coke de Rhone, but I think, you know, maybe a bit jazzier um maybe some sort of layered um drink so sort of midori at the bottom and then you layer some orange juice with some uh, peach snaps there's some cranberry juice with um maybe some sort of apple vodka on the top layer um and then a sort of umbrella and a slice of orange okay. oh yeah. I'll have one of those instead of fancy, huh? Served in a perspex see through coconut. Mm. So you can see the layers. But you can keep the wow. steak. Just a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a drink. Okay. <laughs> Going out fancy over there, Jimmy. Wow. Uh so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? One fiction world, did yep. you say? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a reference that will translate that isn't to English. Uh, I was going to say, are you aware of a sitcom called Neighbours out there? It's an Australian sitcom. Not sorry, an Australian soap. No. Set, set in Australia? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, this is going to mean absolutely nothing to you, but it's um, it's set on it's it's in this cul-de-sac, and it's about all the families that live on the cul-de-sac. It's been going since like the mid eighties. Um, it's Australian, and I would move to Ramsey Street in a heartbeat, probably number thirty-two. Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, no, <laughs> sounds good. Many people will. <laughs> I respect we, it. We've given, you, we've given you a lot to research. This, yeah, uh, giving us all sorts <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> I'd uh, go back to 1979, the movie The Warriors, and you know one where the of the gang movie where they're trying to get back to Coney Island. I'd just go back there and just meet all the crazy New York gangs 
of the 70s of the late 70s i think i'd love it there especially with uh, all the cool soundtrack going on okay. and all the like crazy costumes <laughs> <laughs> solid uh, so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question what is your favorite color um, blue for me um blue. Al- although like um in my old job i used to wear a lot of gray shirts and everyone used to take the mickey because <laughs> i'd always have a gray shirt and everyone was like is gray like your favorite color i'm actually wearing a gray hoodie now so this is yeah gonna... and i'm like no just because i wear the shirts doesn't mean it's my favorite color I-, I really like blue and they're like why don't you wear blue shirts and i'm like i, I just don't want to wear a blue shirt i like the gray ones but it's not my favorite so blue yeah blue. Oh. not gray some people you know keep telling me it is yeah it's it's blue exactly <laughs> it's bloody blue blue <laughs> <laughs> okay and neon pink Ooh, solid that's <laughs> the, a good one the neon yep. colors are overlooked Yep. They need more love. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, our, our new record is out on neon pink vinyl. Um, oh. <laughs> 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 pre-order now. <laughs> I think it's I think it's due next month, isn't it? So um, get yeah, those pre-orders in. But looks, if you don't like if you beautiful. don't like how it sounds, you might like the way it looks. So, <laughs> buy one for that. You might have to eat that record. It might look mm. really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. <laughs> Well, that, this actually leads in perfectly to my segue. As Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug on top of the vinyl? Uh, just generally the album. Um, if anybody's got a spare moment, they want to check out um, 11 Pop Gems, uh, check out Pop Dreams with a Z by the Stay Awakes, please. Be great. You'll enjoy it. Trust um, me. You will. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got lots of really um, fun videos on YouTube and there's going to be more coming. So um, you find us on YouTube, the Stay Awakes, um, subscribe away and we'll, we'll keep you uh, entertained if you're Hell locked yeah. down anywhere in the world. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you for listening. This guy's been the Stay Awakes and Really Good Noise podcast. <laughs>